The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Uh, yes, yeah, certainly is. Welcome to it. Jason Matthews, Scott Sattler. I should say Scott Sattler first and Jason Matthews. Hello, Satsy. I don't like it how the intro now just finishes. Well, what do you want me to do? Well, I want you to fade it out so it's a little bit sounds a little bit more professional. professional. Yeah, yeah, I can't do that. Can you? No, I can't do that. Mm. How are you? You good? You're not bad. Not bad uh, today. A milestone in world sport if you're an NBA fan. Even well, you if you're not it? an NBA fan. Yeah, LeBron James, the greatest point scorer in history. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. LeBron stands alone. Yeah, how good was that? I mean, I'm a casual NBA fan, but I had the game on today. Yeah, I am too. And watched it. And, and mate, Josh Giddy, Oklahoma City. He uh, took on the OKC boys. Uh, they, they lost, by the way. Uh, LA, but LeBron. Yeah. Well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who played through the, you know, the 60s, 70s, and 80s, finished in 84, 38,387 points. And LeBron's just overtaken that. And now they start looking at the record books and see who is who is currently playing. Yeah, there's this other bloke playing, young kid. They reckon the way he's going, he'll take over in 10 years. Well, there's a – what you've got to do now is you've Get probably baskets. got to forego your college. Yeah. And start playing at 19, 20 years of age. And you've got to play for probably 17 to 20 years. Yeah, incredible. Mm. Well done, LeBron James. And well done to the uh, to the promotions department as well at the NBA and also the Lakers who actually stopped the game for 15 minutes, did a, a presentation on the screen. People came on, hugs and kisses. You're still in a game. And, <laughs> and I know people are going to compare it to Buddy Franklin. Buddy Franklin wasn't hugging his family. Mm. The fans just ran onto the field. There was four fat security guys at the SCG <laughs> who couldn't hold back 50,000 people. And it wasn't a celebration for Buddy. Remember half the Swans players mm. actually had to go out of the stadium. They did. To get back, to into, get back, in. to get back into the change rooms. Mm-hmm. But well done, LeBron. Is he? I, I was having a fight with Jack, our producer today, one of many. Mm. I reckon he's better than Jordan. Oh, don't start that argument because it's – it's completely different eras and careers, completely different players. So we just let Jordan be the greatest NBA player of no, all time? No, there's or no does... one greatest player. There's a, gr- there's a table that a group of players sit at. Right. And he definitely is at that table, along with Kobe, along with Michael Jordan, along with Kareem. Magic. Magic. But there's no Larry Bird. But there's no... There's no one player that's the greatest. Now... I say he is. Shaq O'Neal would be there. Now, Shaq... You talk to Shaq about it, and Shaq would Have say... Have you spoken to Shaq? I've spoken to Shaq about right, this. Yeah, right. And, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, right, okay. Shaq, correct me if I'm right, Shaq believes that if Michael Jordan was playing in the current NBL now... Oh, come on. He would score average 50 points a game. Oh, come on. You can't say that. See, the difference between <laughs> Jordan and LeBron is Jordan was an amazing defensive player. I tell you now, if Don Bradman played today, oh. no, no, but if Don Bradman, I bet you wouldn't have the average of 99.96. 38, 40. Tops. I'll, I'll give him 40. No, you'd have an average in the 50s, 60s. Mm. There's no way you'd have that 99.94, I think. It is. <laughs> There's not a chance. Mm. So uh, Jordan played in the olden days of basketball. I reckon this is a massive feat from LeBron, and yeah, I, I think it makes massive. him the greatest. It's no different to... 
in rugby league, the greatest try-scoring record, 212, was still held by a guy that played in the 50s and 60s in Kenny Mongo Irvine. So, mm. And hasn't been passed. So when Alex Johnson breaks that record of Johnston, Johnston sorry, yeah. in, in the next few years, um, he'll score a try, run back, receive the kickoff, and then we play on. And play on. on. We yeah. don't have a presentation no. during Reggie it. the Rabbit might do a couple of cartwheels. <laughs> Down the sideline. Yeah. But Johnston will just play on. Exactly. And they might do a presentation after the game. Yep. Rusty will come down and hand him a, I don't know. A, It'll be the football. We put on a little plug. The book of the box over the top of it. And, <laughs> yeah. That's right. It'll be a corner post. You'll get a large toilet roll. <laughs> there you go. Congratulations. Now get back out there. Well done, LeBron. Yeah, well done. He right listens out. to the show. So he well does. Done. He uh, well, listens to the podcast. With so. Shaq. Yep. I can't believe you go... Yeah, we talked to Shaq. You've never, you've never even been in the same room as Shaq, right? I didn't say when you talked. You did. You did Shaq. again. You're brucing, highest degree. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. <laughs> the striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance, and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, with Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Time to talk some. Are you Sport? excited about the Super Bowl? I'm more excited about the um, the, the test starting tomorrow, and then mm-hmm. I'll ease into the Super Bowl. Yep. It's a massive weekend of sport. Huge. So, uh, yeah, we've got cricket starting tomorrow in India, and on that uh, there's been reports about the Indians doctoring the pitches, uh, rolling it to a certain level, and because the, potentially Australia will have six left-handers. Why wouldn't you? It's, your, it's a home country. It's a host country. Of course you would. I'm actually with you. I'm actually – what, we don't doctor the, 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 the Gabba and the Western Australian pitches? Play on. So that's, if we could just change the SCG pitch to not favour the Indian players, that would be nice when they come out. I'll tell you what, you've got to be careful if they are going to prepare and doctor it to the point where it's suitable to very good spinners. Play spin beautifully as well. The Indians, but also have very good spinners themselves. They're, they're going to have four spinners, Ben. That's. But Australia's got the best spinner in the world. Yeah, but you need more than just him. Yeah, oh, I know, but but when you've got one yeah. of the best spinners of the modern era, based on statistics. Yeah, yeah. You have got to be careful what you wish for. I don't think we're going to win it via the goat, Nathan Lyon. I think we're going to win it when we have our very very good pace attack on the pitch at the one time, and I think we've got. Our best chance, and I agree with Casper. Casper's spoken about this at length, and he knows he's taken a ton of wickets over there. That the best way to beat the the Indians is to beat them with an arsenal, which is the best in the world, and they're not good at playing pace. Mm. So it's it's a pity. It's a massive pity that uh, Stark and also Hazelwood aren't fit for this test. Because you imagine Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood. Bowling at them, then Lyon and maybe another spinner or part time when Cam Green, who's Cam out, Green, who's yeah. he's out of the test as yep. well. And I don't mind that, but that's your best chance of beating the Indians on home soil with the best pace attack in the, the world. Biggest problem is the pitch takes a lot of the life out of of, yep. our, of our pace. But I reckon our pace attacks that good sats that they'll they'll do enough with that ball and and they'll build the pressure for Nathan Lyon then to come on and take those wickets. Oh look, it's fascinating. It'd be interesting to see who's going to bat at six, whether it's Renshaw or Hanscom. I think it's going to be Hanscom because he's a right-hander. And you're going to have and, – and if the reports are right, and I've seen the footage and I've seen – I've heard the discussions, that they're setting that up so it turns against left-handers. So it breaks up 
for left-handers, I think that might might make it a bit too hard to pick Renshaw. Which left-handed do you think concerns them the most? Was he? Yeah, without a doubt. Mate, nobody mm. plays, from Australia, nobody plays the subcontinent conditions better than Usman Khawaja. Mm. You know, he was raised on them. So, yeah, look, it's going to be fascinating. Um, there's reports that Travis Head should open the batting and be aggressive along with Warner because he doesn't play spin as well down the, down the middle order. Um, I don't mind that. And yeah, I'd, I'd, drop, I'd drop Usman Khawaja down to three. Mm. But, oh, geez, it's fascinating. So, mm. so I can't wait. I'm absolutely buzzing for it. Travis Head has quickly became one of those players, become one of those players at international level that has a has a fifty over mentality in Test match cricket. It's gilly like without the gloves, without the gloves. Yeah, yeah, it's Um, it's enterprising to watch. Oh, it's Mm. beautiful. And again, he got himself fit. We talked Mm. about this. Got himself fit and has had a fair income crack and. He's fast becoming one of my favourite players in the team. It's good to see. Uh, that action, you can catch it tomorrow from 1.30 on SEN if you're in Queensland. Just download the SEN app and you can hear live ball-by-ball description live in India. So our core team is in India calling this uh, game for you. Uh, anything else around uh, rugby lose, uh, rugby league I'll tell you what. Um, rugby lose. Nelson Asafa Solomana, who yep. is just a – He's an amazing athlete for the size that he is and to be able to get around the field as, as well as he does for the Melbourne Storm. He comes off contract at the end of this year. Now, I was asked by a journalist during the off-season, who's the one player you'd go after out of all these players that are coming off contract? And for me, it was Nelson Asafa Solomana, and that was including Mitchell Moses and all of them. He's a, he's a generational-type front rower with the speed that he's got, but it looks as though, and raised as a rugby union player, mm. that um, Eddie Jones has got his eyes on Nelson Asafa Solomana. Uh, and he's always enticed going back to, being enticed to go back to rugby union, Nelson Asafa Solomana. And uh, he does come off contract at the end of the year. He did have a chat with uh, the former Wallabies coach, Dave Rennie. But from all reports, Eddie Jones has his eyes on on Nelson Asafa Solomana. Uh, Will Penasini as well from... Yeah. And you've got to remember when Eddie Jones... And Suali'i. Suali'i, who came from a rugby union background as well. At you know who he really wants? Do you know who he really wants to captain the Wallabies? Mm-hmm. And he joked about it the other day on radio, but he means it. He wants Cam Murray. And he, he's, he's growing up in that area, Eddie. I'm not, sure, I'm not quite sure what position he would play. I'm not, Cam, I'm not quite sure what position Flanker. he would play. Like Angus Crichton, yeah, he's still very small. Yeah, but he's tough, you know. I that. know he's tough. I know he's, he's tough. tough. He's hard to tackle. He's, he's five a great eleven tackle. on a good yeah. day, mate. I, I I don't know where you put him, but well, Eddie Jones last time, well, last time Australia went to a World Cup final in two thousand and three, in two thousand and two he went and stole Wendell Saylor, Matty Rat, Rat Rogers. Yep. Two thousand and three he stole Lottie Takiri. Yep. As well, so um, he's going to take that approach as well again. Yeah, and and mate. Cam Murray, go back to the same well. Cam Murray is his future Australian Wallabies captain. Yep. If you threw that at him, I hope it never happens. I hope it never happens. And, and Eddie Jones during the week, and he told us too last year. Um, no, it wasn't him. It was someone else who told us Eddie Jones would always love to coach South Sydney. If he yeah. had to coach a rugby league team, well, he was, it'd be again, South. He was raised as a rugby league man, loves Maruba. rugby league. So... Um, and Matty Rogers, our good friend, has said yeah. that he would make the transition really easy to rugby yep. league. Yeah. Right, yeah. We'll see what happens there. It, it isn't interesting. We're talking about rugby union without mm. putting it down. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. changed, hasn't it? 
What a great PR exercise. This is Sports Day for Kia. Progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. Michelle Bishop, she's in uh, New Zealand. We'll talk to her about the All-Stars game this weekend next. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. This lady we're about to bring on now from Seven News and also SCN, you can hear her of a morning in the breakfast show with her sports updates, mm-hmm. claiming today that she had the exclusive footage of, or Seven had the exclu- exclusive footage tonight in the news of the White and Latrell wrestle. Let's bring in Michelle Bishop in New Zealand. Hello, Michelle. Good evening, guys. How are we? Good. Thank you. For... Hello from Rotorua. Uh, yeah, well, thank you. Well, Actually, before we get on to what we're going to talk about with Jack White and Latrell Mitchell, as soon as you got off the plane at Rotorua, Michelle, did that sulphur smell hit you in the face? <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. I didn't know. I was thinking, wow. I took a look around thinking, what is that? But I, well, I was warned that it was pretty average. Yeah. And yeah, I can, I can vouch for that. Absolutely. When it, when it does hit you, it's sort of like, ooh, wow. But it's a beautiful place, lovely scenery. Um, the locals are absolutely beautiful. And uh, the All-Stars, well, they are stars here. Everyone's sort of embracing them. We had an absolutely wonderful uh, welcoming ceremony this morning that the Maoris put on for the Indigenous team. Um, and I'm sure you would have seen those uh, pictures across the TV tonight. Um, Channel 7 had some really good shots. Um, and as I say, uh, well, I, I did speak to Jack and Latrell today, and, and um, Latrell said he's he's never experienced uh, a more special moment than this morning. It was great. Yeah, nice. You uh, now, I heard you sprouting on SEN today that you had exclusive footage of the incident uh, on Seven News tonight. Am I correct? Yeah, well, we had that um, on Sunday night. So Seven Sunday has night. been the only uh, station that's been able to obtain the uh, the vision, and it's obviously been played. Uh, each night since then. Oh, you might be. I think you're a little bit confused, Michelle, because we thought you were claiming you had the the footage and the audio of the actual fight itself. The the wrestle. We've got it here. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was handbags at ten paces. Yeah. So we trumped you for that audio. Yeah. So, Cop yeah. that, lady. Mm. <laughs> Well, there you go. It's rare that I'm beaten on an exclusive, but I'll I'll cop that one. That that's sweet. The guys, you know, I'm I mean, I get I get pretty outraged. Talk about we throw this into the basket of oh, the typical NRL scandal. This is not scandalous. No. This is a couple of guys that were out enjoying uh, someone's birthday. They obviously had a little bit too much to drink, um, and you know, the claim it was a friend friendly wrestle. Um, obviously, it's, it's before the court, so the finer details. When we spoke to when I spoke to Latrell and um, uh, Jack today, they obviously couldn't go into the finer details because it is before the courts, but mm. they were extremely remorseful. They understand the position that they have uh, in the community, in the society. Even uh, Jack White uh, went one step further saying, you know, this was happened to me five years ago. And I sort of thought I learned a lesson. I let the club down back then, and it's certainly not the position he wants to find himself in right now going into the 2023 season. He is a leader at the club. He sees himself as a leader, and I guess um, it's, it's not kind of the, the thing that we see leaders do. Yeah, Sats and I last night were at loggerheads on this. He's like, ah, oh, it's nothing, blah, blah, blah. But, Michelle, I want to ask you the question. When you've last gone out with your girlfriends, had a nice meal, a couple of drinks, when was the last time you wrestled someone on the ground outside the venue? This is not normal and not accepted. Do you want me to be brutally honest? Mm, probably <laughs> last week. Last Saturday. No, look, yeah. guys, being serious, 
being serious about this. I'm just way too classy to be wrestling out there in public. Um, might spill my wine. Uh, guys, I, I, I still believe that we, we, if we look at this situation for what it is, um, the time of the year, it's not like there was a, a rugby league match around the corner. They've been in pre-season for 15 weeks. He was turning 30. Um, he wanted to enjoy himself. Uh, he had his best mate down from, from uh, Sydney to, you know, celebrate. Um, perhaps, you know, you know, after the event, we all think now maybe they should have just stayed at, at the party and, and gone home. Um, but boys will be boys. And I know that's not acceptable these days in the roles that they're in. But sometimes I just think we all have to st- stop and say, hey, you know, they're not machines. They mm. are going to make mistakes. And this is not one where they were, you know, building a girl on, on the corner or, you know, shoving a bloke. It was them, their own egos, I guess, with each other, um, pushing each other, being boys as we know them, with a little bit too much to drink, and the police have come along and I guess the rest is history. Uh, if I think I heard Gordy Tallis say that this was, if this was, um, you know, Fred Bloggs and, you know, Joe Black, we wouldn't be hearing about this, but because it's Latron Mitchell and Jack Whiten, it's, it's all over and it's an NRL scandal. And I just think that sometimes we have to remember they are not machines. They I'm, are human beings. I'm glad no one was around or not too many were around in the days of Gordy. the mad cow oh. in Townsville after a Saturday night game. There was plenty of wrestles going on down the main street <laughs> after those games. Hey, now in relation to the, the All-Stars match uh, that you're over there for in, in Rotorua, Cody Walker not only playing, and this is a little bit unprecedented in the modern era, isn't it? Also, the assistant coach to Ronald Griffiths. Have, have you seen any of the, the sessions? Have you talked to Cody about what his role is as the assistant coach as well? Can, can I tell you we haven't had time to talk to Cody because he's been in and about everywhere, um, playing that role perfectly, and he's absolutely thriving. He's loving every minute of it. Um, I think he's at a stage in his career where, you know, he wants to give as much as he can, um, you know, involve everybody. I mean, I even saw him today because they trained for the first time this afternoon, the boys, a bit of a light session, and they sort of crossed over with the Indigenous All-Stars, the women's side. And I even saw him liaising with Greg Inglis, who was involved in, in the coaching, on the coaching staff of, of the women's side, um, giving his little bit, his, his two cents worth there as well. So he's loving it. He's, I think he's also loving for not enjoying the fact that uh, they're not the centre of attention. They've had this distraction with um, with Latrell and, and with Jack. But it was it was awesome to see them, the boys, come out. You've got to get it where it's due. They didn't want this to drag on. They're here for, I guess, the key messages. The fact that they are here playing in wearing that Indigenous jersey. They didn't want their dramas to overshadow the whole week. So the pair of them got together and decided to speak out today and say what they could. It was very limited, as you know, because it is before the courts. But, you know, they, they did do their best to give some sort of explanation. Um, Cody Walker was with them, so it was um, it was only a few of us in a room, and, um, and and Cody sort of stood stood beside them off camera, um, but but obviously just being there in support and, and really showing that leadership role. He's he's been amazing. Um, he's always open for a chat, and as I say, absolutely thriving in, in that role. Uh, you know, he'll he'll definitely be some sort of coach uh, after after he finishes playing. Now you said the North Islanders in New Zealand. Guys, can I just yeah? really briefly? Can you believe we're in the 12th year of this? I yeah, remember, I know. Uh, was it 2010? This was just a small idea from Jonathan Thurston and Preston Campbell. Yep. And they said at the time, we'd like this to grow. And it has. And it's something that's a showpiece that we all look forward to. We circle this in the February uh, as the start of it. Well, the unofficial start of the NRL season. And this is what I love about this game, Michelle, is because it gives the opportunities, like Shaq Mitchell, who I've got to say, he's got something. If he can get really super fit, like Michelle has said, he looks like, 
these sort of games get to showcase some of these players we don't know a lot about. And mm. so the North North Islanders in New Zealand, they've embraced the match, I'm thinking, and we've taken it back to New Zealand just to say thank you to the New Zealand public and the New Zealand Warriors as well. Crowd expectancy, is it looking like it's going to be a full a full Guys, crowud? Oh, absolutely. Can I say that? I, that's the other thing. There was a lot of debate at the, at the start of the week over whether or not Latrell and Jack deserve to be here. Um, you know, everybody had their opinion. But the fact of the matter is, I said this this morning on radio as well, that this is bigger than the individual. This is all about, um, you know, the culture here. It's about the Indigenous culture. It's about the pathways. It's about being there as an example to you know, for kids to look up to and, and you know, be inspired. Uh, I mean, I watched the girls today. The boys watch the girls and in turn the girls watch the boys. Um, it, that, that in itself, I, I haven't seen this before in rugby league. It's really, we're, we are seeing a change in the game where there's just a, a respect like we've never seen before. Um, this morning, uh, Corey Hadawira and Nida mentioned in particular the Maori culture and the respect that they have for women. That was that was at the forefront uh, of every conversation that, that they had this morning um, after this welcoming ceremony. Uh, and it was recognising uh, something that the cameras didn't capture was yesterday when the, the uh, All-Stars arrived the male team actually helped the female team get their bags off the bus. And, you know, they didn't do it for cameras. They didn't do it for attention. It was just a natural thing for them to do. And, gee, it was nice to watch because we, you know, rugby league and rugby league players forever get flogged for the most minute things that you expect, you know, people would do. Um, they were just going about their business yesterday and it all unfolded really naturally and it was really good to sit and watch. Um, sometimes I feel very privileged in the position I'm in uh, with my job and I just wish people could see... Some of them are through my eyes um, a lot more often. Always well-informed, Michelle. Thanks for your time. And um, while you're in New Zealand, there's a beer over there called Spates. Drink yeah. Spates, lose your mates. Okay? Right. Just be careful okay. of the Spates. <laughs> we expect to see you wrestling well, outside a pub. A little yep. red wine before I go to bed. I want you wrestling Emma Lawrence from Channel 9. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Never. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, look, I'm actually only here with Zach Bailey from Channel 9. Oh, you've got uh, him. You'll take him easy. I've got him and his eyebrows covered. That's fine. I've got him easily. (laughs) Yeah. If I was Zach, I'd be scared. I'm trying to stay humble. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle Bishop from Channel 7 and also SCN. Hey, thanks for your time tonight, mate. See ya. Bye. See ya, Bish. The Striking Kia Range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. It's time to do our 2023 season preview. Newcastle Knights, 14th last year on the ladder. Disappointing, yeah. Sats, uh, 14 points is all they got for the year. Uh, Six wins and 18 losses, and their points differential was minus 290. Is there pressure on Adam O'Brien and this team this yeah, year? Yeah, absolutely there is. There's pressure on any coach that finishes, I think, from about probably 10th, 10 down. And Adam O'Brien knows that. We're, we're not speaking out of school here. We're not trying to be critical of him. But he knows that there's a lot of pressure on he and his his coaching staff. They need to get results really early. I think they've made some really astute off-season signings. Now, we've got a lot of the the, the Knights fans here saying, um, Rabbit, tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, Rabbit Borough tomorrow says, Knights... A damsel's in distress, 14th at best. Um, Knights will be in the eight, Toronto Rod says, until origin. Then Ponga will be injured and we'll lose a lot of games and we'll be 12th on the ladder. So there's not a lot thinking that they'll make the finals. I, I don't think they'll make the finals, but
But if they can keep their core group on the field, I think they'll upset a lot of sides. Now, I said they made some astute signings, and I think they really have. Adam Elliott, I'm a huge fan of. Huge fan of him as a player, as a loose forward. A bit of a player that can yep. just scoot around the field. Doesn't He's not really assigned to one real position on the field, which I like with players like him. Tyson Gamble, who whenever – funnily enough, I know he rubs people up the wrong way sometimes, Tyson, with the way that he – uh, he goes into confrontation with opposition players, tries to take players off their game. He's always got that smile on his face. You feel like you just want to slap him. But whenever the Broncos won, Tyson Gamble was playing in the halves. Yeah, as long as he's learned to keep his mouth shut too about his coach. Yeah, true. Well, well it's the current, again, we've got to get used to these current, what the current athlete is like now in a lot of sports. Um, they'll use... They'll use podcasts and they'll use social media to get their point across. Mm. Jack Hetherington from the Bulldogs, former Penrith player, he is a very good player. If he can stay on the field, still play aggressive, but controlled aggression, he will be a really good sign How for the How good Knights. was his old man, mate? Oh, Brett Hetherington, <laughs> what a tough man. Greg Marju, very Brian Toto-like, and I'm surprised the Gold Coast Titans I don't get let it. him go. Biggest thighs in the NRL. Well, he, he gets – he's like Toto. He gets – and Matty Utah used to it at the Bulldogs in his day. He gets the sets of sets, sets of six rolling early on in the tackle And a count. good finisher as well. Lockie Miller, of course, signed yep. from the Cronulla Sharks. Now, untried over a, over a week in, week out NRL, but what he showed in those first few games that he played for the Sharks says that they've got actually a really good player. The good thing about him is he's got blinding speed. Mate, he, he did. no he substitute for it. Could score tries coming off the bench. I think he scored like four tries mm. in six games. So, yeah. So, if, if you're looking at Jackson Hastings as a seven and Kalen as a six and then Lockie Miller as a, as a one, um, you've got Adam Elliott, you've got Jack Hetherington. Uh, on top of that, you've got the likes of Tyson Rizal, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, um, really handy players in the forwards. Dominic Young had a really good really good season on the wing, the, the Pommy. Uh, will they make the finals? Well, they'll be in the mix with everyone else to try and make that seventh or eighth position, but like one of our listeners earlier on, just um, just depth it may be a problem for them. Fitzy says Adam O'Brien is under more pressure than my belt at Sizzler. <laughs> is that true? That's fair. No, 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 no he's not under that much pressure. Uh, this from 933 uh, about Ponga. He was getting knocked out at fullback. What is going to happen to him at number six? Jackson Hastings will make a huge difference to our team. Top eight. Well, he's a competitor. Jackson Hastings is a competitor. And the more people you can have in your side that want to stay in the fight, you want someone to stay in the fight for his – and the more players you have that are willing to stay in the fight, mm. Adam Elliott's one of those players as well. Uh, Jackson's one of those players. Jack Hetherington, we know, not only will stay in the fight, he'll try and continue <laughs> yeah, the fight right. as well, as Afterwards. long as possible. Hey, Mort from uh, Port Kembla. Not Mort Kembla. Hey, boys, I'm a long-suffering Knights fan. My expectations this year are the same as every year. Low. Mm. Jeez, they're not upbeat, the, the Knights supporters, well, are they? Well, I mean, they haven't, had a, they haven't had a great few years. We know that. Oh, they, they made the finals a couple of years ago, I should say. So we know they've got the team to make it. David Clemmer is a big loss from a leadership point of view, and he's got an offload, and he's a big unit. Um, but I've got to say, Jack Hetherington being a younger player, more agile, a lot more speed as well, I think he could be a, a real key signing. So they miss out on the eight, um, but I think they'll be a lot better than what they were last year. Did you read this one out? Past marks NRL, Ponga to be Dally M can, 
Dally M consistency from the yep. Knights. Yeah, okay. Yep. There was another one who actually said something about him uh, not making. Uh, hey, boys, Ponga for Dally M, please. You can't be a Dally M medalist if you can't vomit in the toilet on your own. <laughs> That's from Michael. Good call, Michael. Right, yeah, good preview. So where do you have him? Sorry? Uh, do I have to pick a position, do I? Yeah. I'm going to say 11th. Okay. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, with Sats and Jason here, uh, time to do our favourite tube segment. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Yeah, if you've got one for us, shoot it through. We'd love to uh, hear it. 0457 736 736. Take it away, Sats. Now, Gridiron, American sport is always a little bit different, isn't it? Mm. Um, I can tell you what that's ridiculous would be was the when LeBron James scored the highest point scoring fadeaway jump shot today for two points, that they stopped the game to do a presentation. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. You know, I love American sports, but I can't understand some of the decisions. Now, a new contract in Gridiron was handed to the Iowa, this is a college, offensive coordinator, Brian Ferentz. Now, it's shone a spotlight on what is probably one of the strangest coaching situations in college footy. In the last three seasons, this assistant coach, this offensive coach, the attacking coach, has received numerous claims of player misconduct, and he's apologised publicly for it. <laughs> and he's led uh, their terrible offence, their attack, in consecutive years that's completely wasted any chance of winning a, a championship, a national championship. And in any other school, he'd be fired by now. But the reason why he hasn't been fired is because the head coach is his father. Oh. Come on, that's ridiculous. Not only that, he has been re-signed until 2024 and receives a bonus if his team wins seven games out of 14. Come on, that's ridiculous. They've achieved that every year since 2007. (laughs) Wonder what the bonus is. Great nepotism. How good is that? Wonder what that bonus is. I've got one for you. Yep. How much would you pay for a couple of Jack's crackers as an entree at a city restaurant? Wouldn't pay for it. Well, how about $10? An entree on the menu of a stylish new Australian restaurant has divided opinion amongst food lovers. Chef Mitch Orr at upmarket new eatery Kiln is described as having an innovative yet unpretentious approach to cooking. One of his innovative yet unpretentious ideas is a $10 fancy Jack's cracker. So that's the base. Featuring two biscuits topped with smoked butter and anchovy. Come on, that's, that's ridiculous. Not innovative. That's ignorant. That's, that's what it is. That's a ripoff. What happened to the days <laughs> when you go to a pub and there'd be a Bay Marie there and you had like a roast of the day and it cost you like seven dollars. Yeah. And for ten dollars you get a schooner as well. Or you get a dessert. But schooner now or dessert. You yeah. go to you go to a pub and you buy a burger. Yep. And it's $27. Mate, garlic bread costs $10. Come on, that's ridiculous. You know what garlic bread is? You know what? That's that's just the leftover stale bread. And they just whack a bit of butter on it and go, well, let's get rid of that. It's incredible. Got another one? Yep. Um, a woman yep. uh, marries her doona. Come on, that's, that's ridiculous. So, she marries a doona. Yeah, so in England. Not and- a woman marries Donna. No, not Donna. Right. And you know, in England, a doona is called a duvet. A duvet. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this woman has married her doona. 
Yeah. And she, um, I'm just going to state this here. She said, uh, her last name's Selick. She had an open wedding ceremony on Valentine's Day 2009 and invited members of the public, her family, Pillow and case. her boyfriend. And what? Yeah. Come on, that's ridiculous. So, so, so can I ask who sat on in the church? Yeah. Who sat on the Duna side? Was the pillows? <laughs> the the mattress? <laughs> and the cat. Because they're very close to the, the Duna. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, love at first sight. She said, uh, her name's Pascal. Yeah. I have other Dunas as well, but this is love at first sight. It gives me warmth and comfort. And That's what it does. Yeah, she went on to say her boyfriend, Johnny, yeah. with two N's, no H. That's yeah. weird. Completely understands her relationship with the blanket, claiming he's not jealous of the doona. In fact, he's very proud of me. Come on, that's ridiculous. I think at some stage, she's going to wrap her up in that doona and drop her at the bottom of a lake somewhere. Well, don't, don't, no, don't even encourage that. This is Sports Day. If you married anything other than a human, <laughs> we'd love to hear from you. Come on, Glenn. <laughs> Uh, this is Sports Day. Kia, progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. The striking Kia range. The cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Sats and Jason here tonight. Uh, time for the weather update. You'll love this one, Sats. New Farm Australian through and through. Uh, tonight, we're featuring on the town of Ingham, uh, SCN 96.9 FM now. Sam Bacco, Laurie Spina. Greg Dowling. Greg Dowling. And chicken. Uh, Ingham chickens yeah. from Ingham. No. That'd have to be, wouldn't it, they? No, it's the Ingham family. Oh, they're not from there? No. Oh, okay. Mm. You sure Greg Dowling and Sam Bacco are from there as well? <laughs> Maybe they... Started Ingham. Now, uh, Dean Skifalidi as well. Oh, yeah. He's an Ingham boy, yeah. Anyway, Thursday, top of 33, high chance of showers and a low of 24. I'm very disappointed that's not where Ingham chickens are from. <laughs> so the Ingham family were part owners of the of Might and Power. And they were from Ingham. Were they? The Inghams from Ingham. I'm just trying to get back to my thought. <laughs> New Farms products are formulated for the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Now, I don't even know if this is a news story. Uh, Cam Smith has changed his live golf team name that he will captain to Ripper GC. Like, like what's the GC? Golf, golf club? Golf, golf club. Yeah. Ripper. A ripper as in Ripper, you're an Aussie. Because in his side is both he, Mark Leishman, Leishman. and Jones, Matt Jones as well. Like, really? Is that a news story? No, it's not. I reckon it's a pretty ordinary name too, Ripper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Gold Coast Suns chairman Tony Cochran is stepping down from the role after seven years. He was involved with the V8 for a lot of years. Before then, yeah, Yeah. he was, yeah. Yeah. So um, he's been good for the Suns. Very, very good indeed. Sydney will host one of the biggest boxing events. You'll love this. Tim Zhu. Yeah, this is massive. Now, tell us about Tony Harrison, the American he's taking on on March 12th. Yeah, Tony Harrison has been around a while. Not a while, as in he's he's over the hill, but a very dangerous fighter. And, of course, he's stepping in for Charlo. Charlo is injured. And um, the winner of this will be, like, the interim champion. He'll have to go and fight Charlo uh, for the uh, the title. But Harrison's actually a really, really crafty fighter. He's... He's a difficult fighter as well. Um, you, you, you can't say that Tim Zhu will just go through him because Tim Zhu hasn't had enough fights mm. internationally to to gauge that at the moment. But if he beats Harrison, 
well, and then he goes on to beat Charlo. Well, he'll be like Jeff Fennick. He'll be much sought after overseas. So the winner of this fight will pick up the WBO Super uh, Welterweight Interim title. title. So they'll stand Interim. in place until until they can fight the real champion. And mm. that real champion is, is Charlo. That's Charlo. the guy he was meant to fight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Philadelphia Eagles star Jordan Malada has spoken out about his favourite athletes that have given him some inspiration ahead of the Super Bowl, Sonny Bill. Yeah. That's a massive rap. Well, you look at what he's done. I mean, yeah. to be able to transition from rugby league. And Reserve grade at Rabbitohs. This is Jordan Malada. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So to go from, for Sonny Bill to go from rugby league. Oh, you talking about Sonny Bill. Then go win World Cups at the, with the All Blacks. Yeah. And then go on, not only just box, but. Fought some really handy Got fighters beaten, as well. Mate. Yeah, but fought some really handy fighters. Avoided fighting Gal. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. Gal would have killed him. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he would have. No. Jordan Bailata, to do what he's done, to not never play a down in gridiron at all, mm. make the transition and sign a four-year deal that's worth... 60 mil, what, yeah, Australian. Yeah, 300 mil something for four or five years. It's ridiculous. So yeah, yeah. it's just uh, changes lives. But um, Jeez, there's a lot of talk about Jordan and, and the Aussie punter. Of course, you know his name, don't you? No. <laughs> no, I don't. And I'm, 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 That's embarrassing. I'm disgusted that I don't. There's no talk in Australia about the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes has been playing on a broken foot. Well, yeah, I doubt that. Really? Yeah. I think the Americans... I think they exaggerate their injuries. Well, I saw him dragging his foot mm. along. What about your mate, your crazy mate? Who? Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Aaron? He's, Aaron. He's going on a four-day. Uh, no, oh. no. He's, go, he's going into a just a black room for four days. Mm. Dark room. No no lights. Hope he can't find his way out. No, no technology. No, no. To work out whether he, um, what he's going to do. That's how he's spending. The Green Bay Packers just need to move him on. But apparently this is it's it's called DMT or something, mm. and it's a trans-like state. But it's like you're on drugs, mm. so he'll be sitting in there. There's a heap of mushies in the corner, <laughs> and <laughs> Man, imagine what he's gonna look like when he comes out of four days. He'll look like when they first found that guy on that show who was the American terrorist. You know, uh, it was in that. What was that show? Ah, uh, I can't remember now. But he's gonna, yeah, Homeland. Remember when they found oh, yeah, him yeah. In, the, in the hole? Yeah. He probably will look like Osama Bin Laden when he comes out. Massive beard. I know it's only four days. I'm exaggerating. But, yeah, you don't want him, do you? No, I don't. I'm a Green Bay fan. I'm not a fan of his. Well, Aaron, let us know how you go. Could you imagine sitting? Listen to the show. Does it? Yeah, on oh, the pod- with the shark. The podcast. Shark. Yeah, with Shaq. Hey, yeah. do, you, do you – oh, he's just a weird cat, isn't he? Yeah. And, you know, he's won a, he's won a Super Bowl with hmm. very early on in his career, but – um, he was quoted to saying, though, he goes, look, sitting in a room for four days in total silence. He's better and, than talking to my missus. And is total darkness. He's <laughs> better than going to a sports bar and having a nourish bowl. That's what he was quoted in saying. Mm. That's, what he, That's why he's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow night. See you later. Bye. Goodbye.